0: Where's my time practicing? I don't care what level you're at. Listing partners, the top buyer's agents, whatever it is, we all have room to improve and the market's changing, the industry's changing, and our jobs stay on top of that. More importantly, the consumer's changing. And so I need to have the ability to overcome that. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. Talk about some other stuff too. Some sales skill stuff I've been studying too. Just a reminder for everybody one of the most important things I want you all to remember is body language. What does that mean in terms of sales? Maybe I remember the stats was it 98% of communications nonverbal? Is that what it is? It's crazy. Because they're judging you based on their gut feeling of you and how they see you in the scenario. And so the number one thing I make sure we're looking at is body language. Okay, we're we'll talking about that. Overall, the main piece here. Number one, I want you all to look at and understand here is eyes. I want to talk to this a lot. What does that mean? What does eyes mean? Like, if somebody
1: says something you, like, and they do normally like human nature, your eyes will make it.
0: Movement. They're reading your eyes and the energy in your eyes. Do they see fire in your eyes and what you do, your energy and passion for what you have? Are they seeing that? when you look them in the eye, number one, you got to look them in the eye of like, Hey, look, I'm here to help you because if you don't look them in the eye, what do they think? Lying. You're lying. They don't, tr- you don't tr- they don't trust you. If they don't see an energy or a passion for what you do in your eyes, they're not going to want to follow you and be a part of whatever you're offering. Them. Okay. They have to see that you're very, very passionate about it. That's important for you in terms of what you're doing. Second thing is important. You smile. That means show teeth. Why? Why is it important to smile to your clients face to face? What's that? Then you're happy. When you're happy, what is it? What are those names? I said light in the mood. Light in the mood. Brings confidence. It brings trust. They read more so energy. If I looked at, I've been listening to this a lot. The number one reason people don't go with you is not the really one main reason. What do you think it is? It's just a gut feeling they have inside. They don't trust about you. They don't know what it is. They can't put words to it. But what happens is it's a recipe of all these things that they're looking at subconsciously. Their brain is calculating, can he or she do what they say they're doing. And so me having the right energy, my eyes, me smiling with them as I talk, having the right energy that lines up with that is what helps me build trust as I stack all these things together face-to-face. This is what in the face-to-face appointment, the listing appointment, the buyer appointment, this is where I'm showing houses, Right? I'm having these conversations with them that are very, very important that they're able to say, look, I can trust this person here, see what they're doing. Third piece here hands. What does that mean you think hands? You have your hands up. Why? You want your hands up, and your hands are moving. I learned this a lot in timeshare. People looking away, I move my hands out, bring them back here. They obviously always need to be up and moving. They're down by my side, I'm talking. What does that say? No confidence and no trust. Or if I'm like this, or if I'm like this, it doesn't breed trust. And so what happens is I want you to make sure I'm aware of my hands and they need to be up and moving. Why? Because it keeps their attention. What I noticed in timeshare when I was moving my hands around, guess what they are doing? following them right and I'm controlling what the energy and the overall frame of the conversation so I'm talking about things about here this is how I'm going to get you to this house over here right this is how I can do this for you and what's happening it keeps the energy going in the conversation whereas they're following me along and I get bored with what I'm saying make sense super important piece there fourth piece here I'm going to switch this because this marker is kind of weird <coughs> closing posture what that means Yes. Closing posture. What does that mean? Lean in. lean in. Your shoulders are up. You're clear. You're sitting up. And you have an energy of power. The one way to look at this is, I tell you, is that you have this posture of the can-do attitude. Mm-hmm. They read it on you just in how your posture is. So if I'm sitting there in the chair and I'm just like this and I'm slumped over, if I'm like this... Right? What do they sense from me? Mistrust. A nervousness, a mistrust, a nonchalant type energy. But if I'm here and I'm postured, I'm up, I'm involved, and I'm present in the conversation, what happens to them in terms of them following me? Feel like them. They feel like I'm trying to help them. Because subconsciously, the way they're looking it makes a big difference. I'm not looking at my computer. I'm not looking off in the other direction. I'm 100% present and what's going on in my closing posture? Now, I want you to keep yourself in, in that, that frame of, all right, checking the boxes. Am my eyes have passion. Do I have a smile on my face? Are my hands up moving? And what does my closing posture say with the people face-to-face? All those things add up to you owning the frame of them wanting to listen and follow you in that scenario. Now, here's the deal. Six out of ten people you don't need that on. But the four out of ten that you've been losing and not signing or missing out, or they sign and go somewhere else behind your back, guess what? That's that recipe that they're missing something they just don't trust deep down. And so what you have to have there are these things that make a big difference. So I'm stacking all these up in terms of that. Here's the crazy part. The closing posture goes along with the next one. The next one here comes from that, and they're basically intertwined. And that one is voice. What does that mean, you think, voice? What's that? Yes, and I'm going to talk a little more of that. We'll talk about tonality in a minute too, but my voice has energy and power behind it so that they want to do what? Follow me and listen to me. Now, if I'm recording myself, I notice there's so many times that I'm very monotone, where I'm just not very, very energetic. And the note I had here is my energy must be up. Almost over the top up. Why? Because I need them to follow me for 30 minutes or in a listening presentation, two hours. And if my energy goes down at one point, if I feel tired, what happens to their attention? Goes down and goes away. So it's very, very important you understand that in that scenario, and this last one connects these two. I'm I'm gonna talk about voice more in a second. But this last one here lines up with the most important one, which is passion. Passion, what do you think that means for this scenario? Can they feel the
1: passion
0: can they feel the passion you have about what you're doing? So if I come in with low energy, low energy doesn't sell. Period. Low energy just doesn't move people. And so we talk about that in that scenario, that this is an emotional sale, emotional buy. It's the largest one in people's lives for most people. It needs to have passion behind it, what you do. And I said, this is the most important one. It's the fuel that runs a vehicle. The fuel that runs a vehicle. And so ideally, I want to be recording myself and listening and say, look, do I have the passion behind me to actually move buyers to want to with me, to move sellers who want to listen with me? Because that's what makes them deep down, In their gut, say, hey, this guy, this girl can get this shit done for me. Does this make sense? What are you hearing from that?
1: I think this is huge. I remember the first part we were talking about, sort of reminding back in the timeshare days, I remember first starting out, no-till experience whatsoever, a manager would walk behind the people I was with. Just tell me that you'll do this. Smile, right? Yeah. And, uh, that was in my natural state. So, one thing I always learned from that is I always smile. Yeah. that uh, makes a difference. I think the eyes mean a lot, too. Um, you know, it, it less than your eyes can let people know that you're listening to them. You really care about what, what they're saying to you. Yes. Uh, so, one thing I try to focus on with presentations is when I'm listening to them, like, Show them with my eyes, and I'm listening to them. Mm-hmm. When I'm describing something that I'm very passionate about, my eyes can express that with them right now. Right. right. So uh, I think that's big there. Hand movements is big too. If you, if you have your hands under the table, that's that, uh, it's like unconscious low energy. Right. In my opinion, a little bit, you know? Uh, I mean, body language is huge. It really is like 80% 90%. Uh, I, I think another good example is I remember this one kid, he was an intern. At USC, over the summer selling timeshare, you know, 19, 20 years old kid knew nothing, but he had this immense energy about him. He didn't know how, he didn't even know what timeshare was, but he was selling left and right just because of his energy. Mm-hmm. You know, he knew nothing about the products, but he was so energized about it that he was like the best salesperson that entire summer. Yeah, uh, just because his energy was so much uh, about everybody else's.
0: 100 right. So it matters, and so all these things here add up to one thing. And it's important that you look at understanding the science and psychology. So if you look at these here, right? Body language eyes, the smile, the hands, the motion, the closing posture, the voice, and the passion they have they do one thing here, and that thing they equal is they increase the buying state of the consumer. What do you think that means? The buying state. What does that do? What does that mean? Makes them more comfortable. So what happens is as I raise their energy and raise them up a little bit in their buying state, all these things rub off, right? The emotion comes off them, and it makes them more likely to buy, a.k.a. sign with me, because I've increased their buyer state. I want you to ask yourself, in my presentations, am I increasing their buyer state with my energy? In most cases, it's not. Wow, because you've done 50 of them, done 100 of them. You're just going through the motions, and what's happening is they're not building a full, deep trust with you. And if I have a heightened buyer state and I'm in the store somewhere, I get excited about something, am I more likely to buy it or less likely to buy? It? More likely to buy it, right? Because I get excited about it. And So your people need to get excited about what you're selling, what you're showing, and have passion energy behind the presentation and make sure I'm increasing this. Here's a crazy part I want you to take in and the lesson from this. If they tell you no, if they give you an answer that you don't like, what do you have to do? Ask that first we're talking about it from this standpoint. Not sure. yeah. That's That's what I was about if you don't get the answers you want, you want to increase your posture and energy, not lessen it. Your whole mood changes, your, change, your energy changes, your posture changes, and all of a sudden you slump down your seat, and what happens is there's a disconnect from energy, and their buying state goes to zero. And so I want you to train yourself mentally that once this happens, that if they give you an answer you don't like, you increase your energy and increase your buyer state, your, your posture, I'm sorry. Increase your, po- your posture and your energy, which is going to make your, your ability to raise your buying state a lot more possible. Now, you combine that with the, the word tracks, the skill sets, and the practice, and the psycho- psychological piece of your, your posture here, your energy, it's going to help you knock down all these objections with basically um, like a domino, okay? But I want you to write that in your notes, Is once you have that, I must increase my posture, my energy, if I get an answer that I don't like. Then I'm ask a question. And it's so just the ability to overcome objections smoothly, but have the right posture and energy behind it. So, body language, eyes. My eyes have energy and passion. My smile, show teeth. No matter what your smile looks like, if you don't like your smile, don't give a shit, they're going to like it. Period. A lot of people are very self-conscious about their smile, Just smile because if you don't smile, they're not going to trust you. Okay? This is what it is. So just understand. Quit letting your limiting beliefs hold you back. Okay? Seriously, right? This is very, very important. Hands right up and moving, which is super important. My closing posture. Have the can-do attitude. Can they feel that from my posture and how I'm operating? Okay? Very, very important piece to have certainty behind that. And a lot of this stuff here also comes after working out. If I'm up in the morning working out, getting my shit done, these things come a lot easier, especially the posture piece. My voice and my passion, and my voice is connected to my posture. If my posture is down, what happens to my voice usually? It's lower, it's more monotone, and it's not near as powerful.